chair that you had. Talk about a blast from the past. That's amazing. That song and that video are 12 years old. And uh, I know we're discussing the meaning of life in, in a small way. This video brings it home to me because when we did this, we had absolutely no budget from our record company. We were taking a big risk. We had recorded that whole album out of pocket because we believed that we could do something that they kept telling us that we could not do. They kept telling me that I was too American for the Latins and too Latin for the Americans, which is exactly what I am. I am truly a mix of cultures and uh, I think very representative of what this country is about. But the bottom line was, is we didn't listen to what people told us. We believed. And all those people you see in that video, the ambassador was my father-in-law, my mother-in-law's in it, my niece who gathered all her friends. And uh, we did this video for about $10,000, $10,000 more than they gave us because uh, they really didn't believe at that time. And they being our record company and people around that we could make that crossover. The reason I tell you these things is because belief is the most important thing, I think, when it comes down to life in general. I truly believe that our thoughts create reality. And I believe as well that there are two forces that will rule your lives, mainly fear and love. It is up to you which one you choose. Fear is going to crop up at every corner. It's going to be people telling you, you can't do this. You're not good enough for this. You can't compete. Although, obviously, not to you guys, because you guys have already made an incredible achievement just in being here. But those are the things you've got to block out in your life. And anything that you do with love, anything that you, when you think about it, when you're trying to make a decision, you think, first of all, in loving yourself, is this something that's going to be good for you? Is it something that's going to be good for the people around you, for the people in your community, for your family? It's a good uh, measure always to do things with a lot of love. And one of the speakers today, one of the honorees, said, uh, with a smile on your face, most definitely, because even in the hardships that we go through in life, we learn so much. We learn as much from the hardships as we do from the triumphs, usually more so, because when we're happy and, and enjoying such a, a wonderful occasion, sometimes we don't delve deep into those questions that we, we truly need to think about in our lives. I've spent my entire life wondering and thinking and pondering and waiting for adulthood to kick in. Somehow, sometime this year a little bit did, but don't expect any big overwhelming moment where you think, I am an adult. We're all human beings. We're all in the process of growth. Every moment of my life is exciting because I learn something new every day. I learn from everyone. I've learned from you. I wish I could have been here these three days because I really feel I missed out on a lot. And hopefully in the future I'll be able to, to uh, participate even more more so, but I didn't want to leave today without at least talking to you, telling you how proud I am of you, how wonderful you make me feel in, in knowing that we have some truly incredible people taking over and, and becoming a part of our world. And I want you to know that as having more than my dreams fulfilled, because I truly never even dreamed of the things that, that I've been able to do or dreamed of meeting the people that I've been able to meet, life is a constant surprise. And the wonderment of it should never be lost. Uh, one of the girls who truly made a beautiful emotional speech said that uh, her cynicism had been erased a bit. No matter what difficulties we go through in life, don't let cynicism get you because that is the one thing that can truly erode life and erode the things that are truly special to us. 
And uh, as long as you continue to believe in whatever it is that makes you you, then truly you're going to get ahead. And success, as I was saying last night, is not a matter of the end of something or achieving something. Every single day you can live with success and you can live your life in a successful way and in a happy way and in a fruitful way. But don't expect there to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. The rainbow is it. The journey is all is what it's about. These moments that you share with your friends, with people that you meet, the moments that you will share later on with your families. And as a woman, I can tell you that um, the most rewarding and challenging role that I've had on this earth has been as a mother. It's truly rewarding because we bring life into the world. We have the opportunity to help shape what is the future. Challenging, you should know why, because uh, obviously bright and intelligent uh, people are not sometimes easy to deal with. I know I've got an incredible teenager. He will be 17 years old in September, so he will be a senior next year, and um, he is an, an amazing human being. I'm truly proud to be his mom. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old baby girl who teaches me every day something new as well. So all I can tell you is go forward with enthusiasm that I know you have. Fear, we can overcome it. We have to, in our own lives, talk ourselves out of these fears and always move towards love in one way or another. And I wish you all the best of luck. I truly feel very, very happy and honored to be a part of this. As uh, most of the honorees, I, I truly felt privileged to be among their company and your company. And if you have any, any questions you'd like to ask of me, I'd be happy to to answer them now. I wish I could have spent more time, but at least we got a few minutes before this is all over. You're all questioned out. Oh, here we go. Thank you. Um, I'm Leandro Rosa from New York City, New York, and I see you as a strong Latina. Um, how does it feel to be a, a strong Latina in a world where you don't have that many Latinas in your position? It feels good. <laughs> It feels like it's a responsibility as well because I do represent and I feel that I represent a lot of Hispanics and I don't just mean my, my Cubans from my Cuban background, but I do feel that I belong to all my Hispanics. And it is a unique position to be in. It is one that I, that I treasure and that I'm very careful. In a lot of the things I do, I think about my Hispanics and the way that I'm representing them. So even though it's a responsibility, it's a, it's a true honor And uh, I feel very fortunate in my life to have had that opportunity. And hopefully that our Hispanics in general, that we will find more unity and, and create more of one voice that can be heard, even though we have such diversity through all our different Latin backgrounds. It is, uh, we are truly becoming a power economically, politically in this country, and it, feel, it feels good to be a part of it. Okay, I appreciate the question. Thank you. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I'm Jessica Light from Cambridge, Massachusetts. And you've talked about your children and how important and how challenging being a mother was to you. And you've also talked about the way you have bridged the Hispanic and American cultures. Do you feel that your children value and understand how you've done it and are trying to continue this tradition in your family? Hopefully they are trying to continue it. I certainly have made it a point to continue our cultural heritage in my family. Both my children, well, my baby girl only speaks Spanish at this point. I speak only Spanish to her. My son is totally bilingual. Both uh, 
Uh, he understands the grammar completely. He reads and writes in both languages. And our home life is very, very much uh, a Hispanic household. So I think they have benefited from the extended family, from the warmth of, uh, of our Hispanic culture. And I truly try to maintain that for them. And uh, I think the way that my son, musically, definitely, he has inherited his Hispanic culture. So hopefully he will continue to, to feel that's important in his life as well. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jenny from Colorado, and I was wondering if you feel that you've had to sacrifice any of your um, Cuban heritage, your Latina heritage, in order to integrate yourself into the white mainstream, like, pulp, uh, pop culture. You know, I think that the reason that I've been able to still be around in music is because of my Hispanic heritage. We were able to offer... Uh, a sound that was still rich, very rich in the Hispanic heritage. And in fact, as I've grown older and as my music has progressed, I've done even more of that. I think had I succumbed to trying to blend in and not be myself, I perhaps would have had a couple of hits and it would have been over. I think the longevity that we've been able to have has been <clears throat> because of the fact that we stayed true to our roots and true to who we were. So it, I have not, I cannot say that I have felt prejudice. I know that obviously we still have it in the world, but I, I have not felt that. I think you have to be prepared and be competitive on the same uh, level as everyone else in the major market, obviously uh, the quality and everything, but I, I'm very fortunate to, to still feel that my Hispanic roots were a strength rather than a hindrance to me. Okay, thank Thanks. you. Do we know who goes first? Or? <clears throat> okay. Hi, I'm Allison Crook from California, and I was wondering, did you always know that music was something you wanted to go into, or did it just start as a hobby? And if so, where did you get your music education, or did you just get into the music right away? Well, I've been singing since I was two years old. I started singing practically when I was talking. It was such a personal and private thing. I was very shy, so I never thought to be a performer. I um, continued singing and played guitar my entire life. I studied a little bit of a classical guitar, but I really wanted to sing. And I had some tough times during my youth. My father was very ill, and my music to me was an escape. I would be by myself in my room, but I never felt I had to perform for anyone. So at 17, I joined the band as a hobby. I was going through college work-study program. My majors, I had a double major, psych and communications, and a French minor. And I finished uh, my university career. I, I actually... Uh, clipped out the first year. I, I started as a sophomore and graduated in three years. And by that time, I had met my husband. We were doing the band, and the hobby had grown into something that was much more of a career. At that point, it was easy for me to choose because music was my first love, but I never planned to be a performer. It all happened very naturally and uh, quite by accident. I really don't have a question. I just want to thank you so much. And I think you're amazing and you're talented and you're beautiful and you rock my world. And thanks for being here. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. We got one more back here. Yeah. Um, my name is Enrico Banson. I'm from San Francisco. Uh, I wanted to ask you, how does it feel to work with Emilio as a co-musician, not just your husband? Well, I'll tell you, I would not recommend to everyone to work with their husband, but I've been so fortunate <laughs> Because Emilio and I are very different. Uh, we are, I think we balance each other out. He is an amazing man, so creative. And I think 
The most beautiful part of our relationship has been the fact that he has been very supportive and actually motivated me into so many things that I would not have done. He talked me into writing when I was 18 years old. I used to do parodies and things in high school, but I never thought to write my own music, and he got me started on that, and he's been an amazing partner in everything we do, and I've tried to support him in the same way that he has supported and motivated me, and it's been a wonderful, beautiful relationship. We both did music because we loved it. He had had a band in Cuba when he was eight years old. That helps a lot because we both really love music, and our uh, goals have always been to uh, try to express creatively everything we have inside. So it's been a great, great union. Thank you. Thank you. And we got one more standing. Sure, go ahead. My name, is, my name is Tara. I'm from Colorado. And I was just wondering if you could settle the debate for us and tell us how you pronounce your yes. last name. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, but you're going to forget anyway, and it makes no difference. It's Estefan, but actually Emilio, my husband, who's of Lebanese descent, his father was uh, from Lebanon, and the last name was Esven. When they went to Cuba, they couldn't pronounce it, so they put Estefan. So it really makes no difference whether you say Estefan. I've mispronounced it myself, so people know who I am. So it's all right. It's Estefan, though. A Thanks. second syllable is the accent. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you all very much.